0: It is 11 o'clock Eastern Standard Time. That means you're locked and loaded right here on the one and only Rumble.com slash LFATV. This is live from America, and as always, I am your ever so humble, God-fearing, God-loving, American patriotic host of the show, Jeremy Harrell, the hip-hop patriot. And I'm broadcasting from the Live Free or Die granite state of new hampshire where real men come from and i got my boy producer eli over there what's going on this morning
1: good morning lfa patriots and lfa family hit that like button hit that share button happy valentine's day let's go
0: it is a happy valentine's day i pray that all of you guys were somebody's valentine's today and if you don't have a valentine just say you know what i'm jesus's valentine's day me and jesus he's my valentine i'm his Big shout-out to Joe Demers in the building. Sharon is here. How are you, Sharon? DeCluze is in the building today. We've got CQ, C Beck from Iowa. Scotty is in the house. Denise, how are you? Timber, 0424. Ash Wednesday. Scotty, how are you? T Collins is here today. GR Messick is here, Cat352. Bad Moon, Zena Bailey, one happy Valentine's Day. Tim from South Dakota, thank you for joining in, Tim. We always appreciate your presence here. Kelmar, Texas in the building. Ultra MAGA Warrior is here. All glory to God, exactly. Rockin' Rev, Dean is ready for some LFA TV news. Kevin, how are you from Washington State? Good to see you. Denise, hello. Steven Nichols is here. And one more, let's give it to... Come on, I need a name. I need a name. I need a name. I just keep seeing hello, hello, I don't got a name. Julie in Arizona. How about that? Good to see you guys. I want to say thank you very much. Sorry for the little bit of a late start we got this morning, but that's okay. That just gave you two two more minutes to share out this video. We're gonna ask you to share out the video. It desperately um uh helps us out because the world is attacking us like you would never believe. We are getting our websites, our the Rumble page, we're getting attacked more than we ever have. And you know what I say? Bring it. Because the more you attack us, the stronger we get. If you'd like to help us out and become a one-time or a monthly donor, you can go to com. That's J-E-R-E-M-Y-H-E-R-R-E-L-L.com. There's a not a donut, but a donate section at the top. You can become a one-time or a monthly donor. You can also shop at our store. Use our promo codes with our partners, or you can donate right here on Rumble and start a Rumble Rant Train. That keeps our producer paid and in that seat over there, and it also helps us for our um, slurp fund. So, ladies and gentlemen, I want to get right to the, uh, the show today, which I titled, it's MAGA versus DC, folks. It is MAGA versus DC. That is the showdown in our nation's capital right now. The showdown is not between rhinos and Democrats. It's not between uniparty losers and corporate lobbyists uh, scumbags. This is a fight between MAGA and the nation's capital. The nation's capital has become a cesspool, which is why we call it the swamp, which is a great nickname by Donald J. Trump. It has become a cesspool in the last uh, few decades. It has become overwhelmingly um, evil, and it is definitely the government that we've tried to get away from um, in 1775. We were able to do in 1776. We find ourselves right back there, actually in a worse position. We're taxed a hell of a lot more. We're put on lists so they can come and, 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 and lock us up or kill us, uh, persecute us or, or massacre us, one of the two. Our own government has turned heel against its own people. So it is, don't get it twisted, MAGA, Versus D.C. We have got a slew of information to talk about today. So much happened. Mayorkas was impeached. Did you see the big binder yesterday of all the treasonous stuff that Donald Trump most likely has on the FBI, which is why they're trying to put him, lock him up so badly because they know it's over with. We're going to be talking about so much of that yes, uh, that happened uh, yesterday into last night. We're, going to be t- we're bringing on Hernando Arce today. As a guest, he had court today about his unlawful airport arrest. We're going to be talking to him about that, exposing the illegal aliens and the invasion coming over the southern border. We're going to be talking about how um, the, uh, Biden is using the bully pulpit and the, all the power of all of the scumbags in D.C. to try to get this Senate bill passed, not because so much they want another $100 billion, going to Ukraine which they do don't get it twisted but they really want that clause in there which allows them to impeach Donald Trump and remove him from office once he get there we uh, once he gets back there we've got a lot to go over folks but I want to start out the mainstream media you guys Eli remember that video that was uh, circulating around the internet for the last few years, it was showing the mainstream media heads just popping up saying the same thing over and over and over again and to the point where there was like hundreds of people saying the exact same thing. Oh, yeah, yeah. I thought that really would
1: have been the thing that everyone would have said, oh, okay, never trusting the mainstream media again. But it came
0: and it went. Well, it came and it went, and now it's back, Eli. Now it's back. The parroting of the mainstream media is once again right on target, right on cue, right on narrative, word for word, you would almost think that it is a plagiarized speech from Joseph Robinette Biden. Watch this, it's funny to watch actually.
2: Listen, the word of the day in this report came out to describe the uh,
3: uh, descriptions was gratuitous, and I think that was right, there were cheap shots.
2: I found some of the language in the report a little bit gratuitous.
3: I think that this uh, special counsel report was Gratuitous.
4: This
2: gratuitous language that he used.
4: Gratuitous language
2: about his mental acuity. A very gratuitous hypothetical about Biden's age.
3: I think the word gratuitous is generous. There was so much unnecessary, inflammatory, and partisan kind of language that was used about President Biden in there.
1: There's a Justice Department tradition that you don't interfere with presidential elections. This seems like the height of interference. It's gratuitous. Republicans making
4: hay out of the gratuitous age comments in the report. This is a little bit, in my view, beyond editorial it is gratuitous political hackery
3: all of the other language we use the word extraneous we we use the word gratuitous but like i said i think those are generous words those are just actually too nice to say they were not supposed to be there
0: wow right back on target gratuitous it's gratuitous eli it's so gratuitous that's gratuitous this is gratuitous everything is just gratuitous you know what else it is it's gratuitous it's also gratuitous and it's also lame all right. We see through the lies so ver- so much. Now, Now, this isn't nothing new to you or, or, or myself or Eli over there, but the more we can share this kind of stuff out, the more we can get this ridiculous, gratuitous <laughs> behavior from the mainstream media out to the world, the more they'll see how much they're being duped. I mean, that is not a coincidence. Anybody that actually thinks that that is a coincidence is just, they don't want to know the truth. They're either just plain stupid or they don't want to know the truth because you can't look at Daddy Eli as a rational human being and think to yourself that was just I, that was just a coincidence that all those people said the exact same thing
1: and it makes me think of the matrix what morpheus said and it is so spot on these people are so ingrained in the system they will
0: fight for it they will die to protect it they don't want the truth it really is it really is sick and and, and twisted and um thank God, thank God for media like LFA TV and others. It isn't just us. I'm not going to come on here every day and go, don't watch all these other news stations. Only watch us. I really don't. As long as you guys are getting the truth, obviously we would like to have all the viewership, right? Obviously we would like to have all the people watching us because we want. We are so confident in um. Somebody just said, can you talk about this? Please show. <laughs> but then didn't put it in. I don't know what they're talking about. Uh, the, obviously, we, somebody said the volume is very low. Eli, is the volume low? I don't think the volume's low. I think you might just need to turn it up. Um, what's that? We're real.
1: This isn't scripted. We talk from the heart. Did you really just pay attention to what all those people?
0: I think. I think, no, you don't think you're reading. That's the problem. They don't think. And that's what I, that when I was talking to that, um, that Washington or the New York times reporter down in Florida, Eli, when I said, what do you think? she goes, I don't have an opinion. And I said, well, that's incredibly stupid. What do you mean? You don't have an opinion. Why would you not have an opinion? You know what I mean? You can still give out the news. You can still give it out in an uh, unbiased way, but then have an opinion about it as a human being. You know what I mean? Just because you're a reporter doesn't mean you're a robot. And I think that's what they think. They think the word reporter and robot are the same, but that's not the way it is here on LFA TV. So, you know, I'm going to tell you this. As long as you're getting truth and as long as you're getting the news, that's a good thing. That's a good thing. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, speaking of us, uh, make sure that you guys uh, check out Our website, LFATV.us. Now, if you can't get to it for some reason, we are still migrating. We got attacked so bad a few weeks ago, we decided to revamp everything. We decided to revamp revamp the LFATV uh, website. So uh, we're working on that right now. As we speak, we have somebody rebuilding the LFATV website to be more... um, intuitive, more informational, uh, more engaging, so you guys can actually read updated stories on there and everything. But until that is completely done, you can always go to JeremyHarrell.com. You can still get to the donate section there. You can still get to all the LFA TV shows uh, from there. You can order your Rise Up coffee on there as well. And, of course, we've got all of the the information that you're going to need on JeremyHarrell.com, so make sure you guys check out JeremyHarrell.com. And while you're there, get yourself some of this beautiful Rise Up coffee that we have out now, ladies and gentlemen. Rise Up coffee. That's right. This uh, this was a. Uh, let's see if we can can we fit this to. I think that's uh. Yeah, I don't think it fits so well. But the, as you can see right here, we'll put this right in the center. Uh, you can see the commercial right there, the Rise Up Coffee commercial that you can actually watch when you go to JeremyHerald.com. We spent a lot of time on that. We spent a lot of effort to, to make that. And uh, check that out. Check out all the stuff on JeremyHerald.com. And again, that is where you can also uh, donate as well. And if you uh, we're actually building a new contact section, I know that there's been thousands of emails that have been sent to me over the last couple of years that we just never got to, we couldn't get to, um, we have, we're building a new system now in which contact will be able to have responses and we will, uh, we'll make sure we make it a priority. That was part of the reason why we wanted to build the new website. So be patient with us and just know that, uh, every, every time you guys help us out with anything, it goes towards stuff like that security and keeping us going. So I want to to go to the Lord right now. It's 17 minutes past the hour. Let's go read from Jesus Calling, February 14th. Again, happy Valentine's Day. My heart belongs to Jesus, uh, and so does my wife's, because we're one. My presence radiates light that helps you find the way of peace. My word enlightens your mind and your heart, empowering you to stay on the right path. As you read scripture, look for a star of guidance and ask my spirit to illumine, uh, to illumine those words to, see to your seeking heart. They are words of life. Luke 1, 78 and 79 says, A light from on high will dawn upon us and visit us to shine upon and give light to those who sit in darkness. And in the shadow of death, to direct and guide our feet in a straight line into the way of peace. John fourteen six. Jesus answered, I am the way and the truth and the life. No one comes to the Father except through me. And tonight, before you turn out the light, secure some time this evening so you can take in my wonderful words of life. You know what we talked about on Rise Up this morning, if you missed it real quick? We talked about not being a doormat as a Christian. A lot of the Christian um, testimonials and devotionals that you'll hear um, are very true, and it's something that you should do. But I really, really, really would like a a book out there that dealt with the things uh, in a way that not only gave you scripture and devotion, but really, really broke down, you know, um, the world that we're living in today. And I know that there are some devotionals out there that do that, but we talked about not being a doormat today. You can be a stern, strong, I'm not going to take it, and I'm not going to let you sit here and spew this nonsense around me, Christian, and not be a doormat at the same time as not be a disrespectful jerk. And if, you, uh, if that sounds like something that interests you, then check out our morning show, Rise Up this morning at 9 a.m. All right, let's go to the Lord in prayer, and let's get right to the first and foremost section. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth just as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from all evil. Thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. You know what's... I focused on when I was just talking, when I just saying the Lord's Prayer, give us this day. Eli, it doesn't say give us tomorrow. It doesn't say give us yesterday. It says give us this day. That should tell you all you need to know about what you worry about tomorrow. Don't even worry about it. What you worry about what happened in the past, don't worry about it. This day, this day is the day that the Lord has made. So let us rejoice. And be glad in it. Okay, lift up your cups. Time to have that first slurp of the day. And I hope you got your rise up coffee. The American pecan is back in stock. Check it out. Get you some today. We even have the decaf version. All right, first and foremost section you guys probably already heard last night. Wow, thank you, Tina, for the $200 donation. We God bless you and we love you. And how about Nancy Ruskowski with another $25? We need LFA. And LFA needs you. Uh, Alejandro Mayorkas, he got impeached last night. We knew that was going to happen. I told you last week that the one thing that saved this impeachment was the gentleman who had decided to switch his vote last week when it was a 215-215 tie to vote with the Democrats so that the bill would fail. The reason why we wanted the vote to fail was because the, in the House rules, if it is a tie, it doesn't get revisited again, which doesn't make any sense. However, those are House rules. So I told you this guy jumped over, this representative jumped over, joined the Democrats. He's not a rhino. The other two rhinos, they were rhinos. This guy did it so that we could bring the bill back to the House floor. Now that Steve Scalise came back, we had that one extra Republican to vote. So now not only did we get the vote from Steve Scalise last night, to impeach uh, Mayorkas. But we uh, also got the gentleman who jumped over and sided with the Democrats to, to vote the way he normally would have voted, and that is for the impeachment. Of course, you still had your two holdouts or whatever, your, your, your rhinos, Ken Buck and the others. But the fact of the matter is, we did it by a one-vote margin. Now, if Kevin McCarthy didn't run away with his tail between his legs, if they didn't kick George Santos out of the House of Representatives then we would not have to deal with that kind of crap and he would have gotten impeached last week. However, here we are, he's impeached. So what does that mean? Well, before we get to what it means, let's talk about what he, how the number he was impeached by and basically how we got here, okay? Alejandro Mayorkas, the Secretary of the Department of Homeland Security, has been impeached in the House of Representatives by a vote of 214 to 213. I, uh. I don't know why I said 215 a little while ago. I ex- excuse my, uh, my, I, I was misspeaking there. Um, so 214 to th- 213. Myorkis is the first cabinet secretary to be impeached in 150 years and the first sitting cabinet secretary in history to be impeached. Now you're going to have the Democrats say, this is just a political move by the Republicans. Well, if that's the case, then why did we have such a hard time getting here? Why did we have to get so many Republicans to try to get on board to do it when they didn't want to do it if this was just some kind of a political witch hunt? No, this needed to be done. It needed to be done a long time ago. A long time ago. In a 214 to 213 vote, Republicans barreled past the solid opposition of Democrats and reservations in their own ranks to make Mr. Mayorkas the first sitting cabinet secretary in US history to be impeached. Boy, that doesn't look good on a resume, does it? That's not that's going to be this guy's legacy. This guy's legacy is going to be one of failure. Now this comes as 3 of the Rhino, uh, or three lawmakers, two Rhino, one not, bailed Mayorkas out last week. Um, so let's move on right now. Who do we have to thank for getting this started? Well, ladies and gentlemen, Representative Marjorie Taylor Greene got this started. So I will give her credit where credit is due on that. I will give Speaker Mike Johnson credit for actually bringing this back to the floor. And I will give Steve Scalise credit for coming back in and voting the right way. But now I've got to ask you, what happens now? Well, ladies and gentlemen, other than the fact that this is exactly what we've been preaching that should have happened a long time ago for the very reason of just dragging them through the mud, making it the 24-hour news coverage. Other than that, it's really not going to go anywhere. Now, miracles do happen, but you've already got the Senate telling you this thing is dead. You know you've got more Democrats than you have Republicans in the Senate, and you have more rhinos in the Senate with less people than you do in the House of Representatives. The uh, United States Senate is full of rhino uniparty RNC establishment hacks, similar to a Mitt Romney or a, um, a, uh, uh, what's Patch McCain's name there, Dan Crenshaw. There's so many uh, rhinos in the Senate that are like those kind of people. So here we are. Will it go anywhere? More than likely, probably not. Uh, no, Jeremy, huh? Why? You want to impeach non-winners? I don't know what that means either. Not sure what that means in, in, uh, either. But yes, we should impeach these people. Now, I am so sick of that very, very, very tired argument of you can't impeach somebody who's not actually real. Well, you keep living in that world. You keep living in Qville, and I'll live in reality that says these guys, whether they are in there, legitimately or not, they're there. They're there. So any people out there that are saying, "Well, we shouldn't even do this. It's just a big waste of time anyway," because they're not legitimate. Well, it might be a big waste of time in the fact that it's not going to go anywhere. He's not going to be removed. He's not going to be. Um, he's not going to be convicted in the Senate. However, if you're argument is we better not and do it because we better not do it because they're not legitimate and doing it gives them legitimacy that is going to get you on the losing side of everything always okay just because you and I understand that they're not legitimately there does not make them not there it's not like you're going to well they're not legitimate so we're not going to waste our time doing that and then they go somewhere no they stay right there they're in charge they're running the show whether you or I like it or not. So we have a few different recourses here. And one of them is this, dragging them through the mud, being, making it the first person to ever be impeached in that position ever. Indict, not impeach. Okay, cool, that too. But, you, but would you rather have no impeachment at all? That's the argument here. Well, we shouldn't be impeaching. We should be indicting. Cool, go do it then. Go get somebody to do it then we know we should be indicting. The fact of the matter is, here's where we are. Where does it go? What can we do from here? Here's what I say. Impeach everybody. Drag them all through the mud. Next is Joe Biden. Will they be convicted in the Senate? No, of course they won't. It's not the plan. It's not the ploy. Now, if some miracle happens and they do, yay, that's great. But if you can get some attorneys generals out, attorney generals out there, attorneys general to to indict, More power to you. I've been working on that myself. But that tired-ass argument of, they're not real anyway, you you can't Indict him, impeach him, I don't care. Arrest him, do whatever you got to do, but do something. So we did something. What's that, Eli? You're not real, man. (laughs) So we did something. We've got an impeachment there. Joe Biden is not happy about this impeachment in any way, shape, or form. Biden expresses outrage as Alejandro Mayorkas becomes the first cabinet secretary to face impeachment in nearly 150 years. The impeachment resolution that was known as House Resolution 863, charged it, Senator, uh, Secretary Mayorkas charged him with high crimes and misdemeanors. The allegations within the resolution include a willful and systematic refusal to comply with the law concerning the enforcement of the United States border policy and the breach of public trust setting a dramatic stage in the House. Both of those things are real. Both of those things are real. So yes, we can prove both of those things. Now, in a real world with unbiased, non-corrupt swamp creatures, this would go to the Senate and he would be convicted of this impeachment. Donald Trump would not have been, and rightfully so, and didn't get it. But he should, because you can prove that he's guilty of high crimes and misdemeanors. You can prove that he willfully uh, and systematically refused to comply with the law. That is a very easy thing to prove. It's also very easy to prove that he has breached public trust. You can do that by walking down the road and asking people. So yes, he should be convicted in the Senate. Will he be? I doubt it. We'll put it that way. I'm not saying miracles can't happen, but I doubt it. Now, Joe Biden has strongly opposed the impeachment Condemning it as an act of unconstitutional partisanship, OK? Like trying to lock up Donald Trump isn't. Like trying to sick the Department of Justice and the FBI after Donald Trump and everybody who voted for him and everybody that happened to go and peacefully and uh, protest on January 6, where you caused a riot. We don't we'll throw that all out there. That's not partisanship. That's not politics. That's not playing politics. But boy, this is, even though you have the proof, right? OK? Biden released the following statement: "History will not kindly, I was supposed to place I camera Oh let me sorry. Uh, Eli, let me translate that. Okay, I'm not going to translate it from Biden uh, to, to English. It says, "History will not look kindly on House Republicans for their blatant act of unconstitutional partisanship that has targeted an honorable, he says, an honorable." Do you know what the definition of that word means? You dementia ridden troll. An honorable public servant in order to play petty political games. Millions and millions of people have flooded into this country so much that airports are overrun. I'll show you that today. Airplanes are overrun. I'll show you that today. School gymnasiums are overrun. I've shown you that in the past. Hotels are completely taken over. We've shown you that firsthand. What are you talking Playing political games? The fact that you are asking people to take illegal aliens in their homes lets you know that we are not playing political games. Homeland Security Secretary Mayorkas, a Cuban immigrant, who came to the United States with his family as a political refugee has spent more than two decades serving America with integrity and decorated career in law enforcement and public service. Biden went on to not say because he can 't From this time in the Justice Department as a, from his time in the Justice Department as a us attorney to his service as deputy secretary, deputy, uh, deputy secretary and now Secretary of the Homeland Security, he has upheld the rule of law faithfully no, he hasn 't. Dumbass. That's why we're here. Captain dementia. That is why we're here. Actually, we'll call him deputy dementia, Eli. That's a good name, right? Yeah. Deputy dementia. We're here because he didn't abide by the law and we can prove that we already have. He said this impeachment already failed once on a bipartisan vote. This is by the way, this is Obama saying this stuff. Instead of staging political stunts like this, Republicans with uh, genuine concerns about the border should want Congress to deliver more border resources and stronger border security. Yeah, we do, Deputy Dementia, but we want it as a standalone bill and not tied to, I don't know, a ticking time bomb to get rid of Donald Trump in a couple of years and, I don't know, giving a gay little midget that wears a leather thong and dances for a living over in Ukraine more of our money. Call me crazy. So he's all upset about it, throwing a fit, not happy at all. Did you guys also know this? That Department of Homeland Security, Alejandro Mayorkas, we got uh, reports yesterday that he, Holly says, don't make fun of his dementia if he does have it. Not making fun of his dementia I'm calling him Dementia Joe because he's got dementia and he's running our country. I'll make fun of whatever the hell I damn well please, okay? Thanks. I'm not working with feelings right now. I'm not making fun of other people with dementia, so stop being 12. Moving on. That's my red line. Stop acting immature and like a baby, okay? The man's got dementia and he's got his fingers on the nuclear codes. I'll say whatever I want to say. And if you don't like that, I'm sorry. There are other news stations you can watch. We call it like it is here. I'm not being rude. I'm being factual. And that's exactly what he is. Deputy Dementia. Now, Department of Homeland Security, Alejandro Mayorkas, personally declined Secret Service detail for Robert F. Kennedy. That report came out yesterday as well. Personally declined and said no He doesn't get it. So while this man is actively putting Americans in danger, while this man is actually helping and allowing an invasion of this country to happen, he then turns around and he's uh, apparently the pecking order for Secret Service detail goes to Alejandro Mayorkas. I didn't know that until yesterday. And apparently that pecking order went all the way up to him and he said, Nope, too bad, so sad. You don't get protected, but these illegals do. You don't get protected, but the illegals do. And we know the illegals are protected because Hernando Arce, who's going to come on this show in a little bit, is in court as we speak right now for filming them invading our country. They are protected. We are not. Robert F. Kennedy, I don't care whether the guy runs for president or whether he doesn't. He's not going to get anywhere. The good thing about it is, the longer he goes, the more Democrats he peels off. But the fact of the matter is, His whole family's been targeted. Half of them have been killed. And he's going up against deputy dementia. I think he should have some uh, secret service detail. Holly says you're 12. Well, you know what, Holly? You're muted. So, (laughs) bye. See, I just talked about taking a stand. I just talked about, I I talk about um, um, not allowing things to happen in my home not allowing things to happen in this thread, and I'm not going to. You cause problems here, you're gone. That's what God says Christians should do. Don't cause division, don't cause problems among people who are like-minded. See you later. You grow up, come back and get the news when you do. Because I'll tell you what, you getting mad about me calling him Deputy Dementia with an overrun airport in every city because of illegal aliens? Time to grow up.
5: They don't want this, not all from Guatemala? they from Guatemala,
0: no. no?
5: What's it? You're, you're from Guatemala. Yeah. Okay, what, what about these? This is you guys? Mexico.
2: Mexico.
5: Oh, very cool. Uh, this is what we
1: have uh,
5: all of you from Mexico? Yeah. That's awesome. Do you, do you mind if I'm videotaping? Yeah. It's okay. Uh,
6: Guatemala.
5: Guatemala. Uh, Honduras. Honduras. Very cool. So, um, how how did you guys get to the airport? Did you you went through border patrol and they did they just bring you up here? I
6: want to the airport today. Here, huh? Ferry for here for the Mexico, the Guatemala for here from Mexico. Depending custom.
5: Did did they just drive you up here from the border? Yeah, from the border. Um, where where are you guys going?
6: For Mexicali
5: mexico so. is going for uh miami miami oh very cool yeah. nice from from miami where where are you guys going after that too much is good where too much is good I'm, I'm sorry you guys said that one too time. much is good What in miami just miami you're gonna stay in miami you live where you live you where do i live yeah i live here 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 God.
0: These are all illegals. Guys. All, so illegals. All, all taking guys over, taking somewhere. over the entire terminal. That's super cool. Mm-hmm.
5: Great. Do you do you have family in Miami? No, this, 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 these the remain. Oh, South
6: Sur- Carolina. Where? South Carolina. South Carolina.
5: Oh, South Carolina. Tennessee. 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 Right, just all over the place.
0: Every time Ben Berquam goes into an airport, he films how much they're taking over the airports. They're not only taking over the airports, they're taking over the airplanes. A Texas resident, boarding their flight to Houston, noticed the plane was only half full. Upon further observation, she saw a group of individuals who seemed to be undocumented invaders being escorted onto the plane, and then the plane quickly filled up. The plane was going to Texas. Let me say that one more time. Texas Governor Greg Abbott has sent out plenty of illegal aliens out of Texas. These governors are sending them back to Texas. Not back to Mexico, Not back to Guatemala, not back to Venezuela, not back to China, not back to uh, um, uh, the Middle East. They're sending them back to Texas. Do you know why they're sending them back to Texas? Because they desperately want to turn Texas blue. This whole invasion, the reason why it was flooding Texas more than it was flooding um, Arizona, more than it was flooding California, is because they were desperately and are desperately Trying to turn it blue. Eli, are we frozen? A lot of people say we're frozen. I'm going to give it a minute. All right. All good now? Okay, good. I'm going to show you this video where this lady was on this plane. She said it was barely half full, and then all of a sudden it flooded with illegals. And they're all going to Texas. Check this out. I don't know why the sound is like that. So that was her flight back to Texas, and it, there was, she said she was on the plane forever, and it was only half full, and then all of them came on the plane. Texans, they're sending them back to you. Where's that story? Eli, where's that story? Why isn't that a major story? Because if that happened to that woman, I can guarantee you that that's happening from every state that he supposedly sent them to, and now they're sending them back. That needs to be addressed as well. Hopefully, Ken Paxton uh, does something about that as well. Now, remember the Massachusetts <laughs> couple that I called Elderly, Eli, that I was completely wrong on? I got, very, I got schooled very, very quickly in the live chat that Elderly is not in your 60s. Um, I have an update on that. Well, I have, a, I have a, basically an alternative reporting, I guess, to that. And I'd like to play that for you now. Um, folks, they are, they are still asking anybody who has extra room in their home in Massachusetts to take these people in. But yet I wonder if the Lieutenant Governor Kim Driscoll is doing that herself. I wonder. I doubt it. Let's Please see.
3: consider hosting a family. Safe housing and shelter is our most pressing need. Become a sponsor family. You can contact the Brazilian Worker Center for more information on how you can step up if you're willing to have an additional family, be part of your family.
4: In the governor's letter to the federal government on Tuesday, she stated that the crisis is currently costing the state of Massachusetts $45 million per month on programs to assist the families.
0: That, ladies and gentlemen, is incredible. That is incredible. I wonder how long it's going to be before those poor families say, I regret doing this. But here's an even broader question, Eli. Are the Democrats paving a way for legal slavery again? Has anybody talked about that? Here is my question from Jeremy Harrell on LFA TV. The Democrats are the party of slavery. The Democrats fought to keep slavery, not the Republicans. That's a little history lesson for those out there who might not know that. But let's bring it even further to the future now, to where all these Democrats, Eli, remember all those Democrats that said, if we don't have them, who's going to pick the corn? Who's going to pick the fields? If we don't have them, who's going to clean our toilets? Remember, what was her name? Kelly Osborne or something, what'd she say on The View? On The View, yeah. what Donald Trump doesn't understand
1: is, you know, if we stop all these illegals from coming in, who's going to clean his toilets? Oh.
0: so are the Democrats paving a way for legal slavery? If you host a migrant in your home, do you have legal say over them? Can you tell them what to do? Can you make them think that they have to stay there and work for you for free in order to have room and board? I think that's the real story here that I think, um, that I, that I think everybody is missing. I believe the Democrats, this is their way of bringing back slavery. Check this out
7: see here on NBC 10 Boston, a migrant family from Haiti is sharing their experience. They're searching for shelter in the Boston area and then recently found a host home in Brookline, and now they're looking for jobs. As NBC 10's Aaron Logan reports, they say these last few weeks have
3: been life-changing. And it- it's been an emotional few weeks for Wildande Joseph and her husband. First sleeping on the floor at Logan Airport, then in Children's Hospital with their two-year-old daughter who got very sick. Me siento ma- muy difícil, este tiempo. Oh. She felt bad as any mother would. Now things are looking much brighter as they've been welcomed into Lisa Hillenbrand's Brookline apartment. Tu niña es muy, uh, alegre ahora. Sí muy alegre. Cuando se levanta hi oh. <laughs> Lisa. She says her daughter yeah, is very happy. Yeah. When she wakes up in the morning, she says, hi, Lisa, and everyone starts the day smiling. It's a delight. And it's really fun having them. What I realized is there's so much prejudice against refugees, mostly because people don't know them. Lisa says she feels like she has her own personal chef, as Wildande loves cooking. In fact, her goal is to open up her own restaurant. Restaurant. The couple has their work permits and they've been taking English classes.
7: They're
3: open to work anywhere to save money for their future. In the meantime, they're enjoying their time with Lisa, their new friend for life. And their daughter's new grandmother. They are hardworking. They want to learn. They want to be successful. And I feel great helping. And I get to understand the refugee crisis from the inside. Lisa says she's so impressed by the number of people she's met right here at Brookline town hall meetings who've been stepping up and hosting families. She's hopeful more will do the same in the coming days and weeks. In Brookline, Erin Logan, NBC10 Boston.
7: All right, the need for more migrant shelters in Massachusetts is something we've been following really closely. You can find more information about this and find out how you can actually help on our website, NBC10Boston.com.
0: So they got themselves a live-in cook, Eli. They got themselves a live-in cook who cooks and cleans for them. Isn't that nice? Yeah, I still say this is the biggest load of BS
1: you've ever seen. The only place you see a house that white and bright is on a TV set or a movie set. I think all this is propaganda. I bet if you look at Miss Lisa, who is so happy to bring in an illegal, I bet she's got a big career in
0: acting. Well, Eli, it's either that, like that uh, video with Joe Biden and the black people and the chicken yesterday, and the, I got my hammer, oh, your dad would uh, take a bullet for you. What are you doing in school? That was the weirdest, most cringiest, most perfectly placed set I have ever seen in my life. So it's either your right, and it's propaganda to get people to take them, which I don't, I don't disagree with, or I'm right and it's a way for legal slavery, or it's a mixture of both. Mm-hmm. Mark my words. I'm telling you right now. <laughs> I guess the public will decide. Mm-hmm. Moving on, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to have a guest be coming on here pretty soon. Before we do, i got a video to show you, and I've got some breaking news to tell you. Remember when I said that Donald Trump and was going to put together the most, well, he said it, the largest deportation um, operation that the world has ever seen. And I said, please sign me up. Please, please deputize me. Give me one of those little badges that says, I got authority because uh, Papa Trump gave it to me. Let me just go get these legals. Please, Eli, would you like to do that too? Oh, sign me up. Ah. I would even take time away from LFA TV to do that. Breaking news, ladies and gentlemen. President Trump is allegedly working on a military roundup of illegal immigrants. Check this out, Eli, ready? By activating private red state armies that would go into blue states, deporting millions, including immigrants who protested Israel's invasion of Gaza. And this is according to Stephen Miller, and it's reported on the leading report last night at 10 o'clock PM. Sign me up. Sign me up. Let me just say that one more time. Donald Trump is allegedly working on a military roundup uh, uh, operation of illegal aliens by activating private red state armies. Eli, do you know what a private red state army is? A private red state army is the militia. A private red state army is militia, former uh, veterans, um, uh, security people, people that are used to, you know, trained in that kind of way. Maybe even active National Guard, if that state allows. That's what a private army is, Eli. Let's go. that would go into blue states deporting millions, including immigrants that protested Israel's invasion of Gaza. You know, the rats, the Palestinian rats out there that are causing problems and beating up cops and things like that. Now, somebody in here said we shouldn't have told him. No, 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 no. no. We're coming for you. Remember, we're not the party of secrecy. This new Republican party is not the party of secrecy and lies and disrespect. This new Republican Party is going to look you dead in the eye, tell you what we're going to do, and then we're going to accomplish that mission. Whether you like it or not, you don't have a say-so. Now you'll get a little bit of wins here and there on the road, but when this is all said and done, come February of 2025, we're coming for all of you, politicians, illegals, all of you. Some people might do some things, Eli. I'm not sure. Oh, lots of people are going to do some things. Eli, that should be the, uh, the motto of the Red State Army. Some people will do some things. Getting things done. Gotta love it, ladies and gentlemen. Anyway, Hernando Arce. Now, you guys know Hernando Arce because Hernando was working with Ryan Matta down at the border when we covered the border convoy a couple weeks ago he worked with Ryan Matta. Eli are we frozen again Yeah it's on my face with a big smile I'm going to stop <laughs> I'm going to stop then I'm going to wait I'm not we're not missing this Ladies and gentlemen no need to refresh or well maybe maybe you might have to I don't know could be rumble so I don't want you to come out and you can't come back in Boy are they attacking us hard now Eli aren't they They are attacking us hard. What do you mean Rumble's good? Well, I mean, I the main page that's- oh, you mean it's just our page. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I know. I know. Ladies and gentlemen, every time they attack, share it or donate. One of the two. Make us stronger. Make us bigger. Now, I'm gonna, this is where I'm going to need you guys to share out big time, okay? Hernando was arrested at an airport not long ago. Hernando, while he was down at this... um. At the uh, the caravan, the border co- uh, convoy, he was. If you remember, if you watched our coverage of that, he was trespassed from the event. He wouldn't tell that day because he didn't. He, he was trying to get back in. Who trespassed him? You know who trespassed him? Uh, trespassed him? The people that owned the ranch there, that allowed the convoy to come. Do you know why they trespassed him? Because they got some kind of a directive from somebody. Hernando does not know that he's a rubble rouser, and that he was arrested in an airport, get him out immediately. They trespassed him. I've got the video from when they trespassed him. He gave it to me afterwards. But this right here is the incident that they would not allow him in a citizen journalist who's there with the like-minded views of apparently the people that are running the show, and they removed him because they got a phone call from somebody that said that he was going to cause problems, and they referenced this. This is him getting arrested at the airport trying to film illegals. And, Eli, the bus kept driving away from him, playing cat and mouse. They wouldn't let the illegals off because he kept walking towards him. The cops ended up arresting him. Watch this. This is it right here.
8: How you doing? All right? Good. Can I get your name and badge number? I'm Officer Trapp.
1: It's San Antonio Airport Police Department. Badge number is
8: 9953.
1: Thank you, sir. Is there an issue
8: there? No, I'm just uh, recording. Um, I'm, an edip- I'm a citizen journalist. That's all I'm no, I'm just going to record them coming off the bus. I'm not going to get in their way. For some reason, they don't want to uh, drop off the illegals. Like a little cat and mouse game here. <sighs> Is uh, Corporal Perez in today?
0: See how the bus keeps driving away from him? I like to speak with him. Won't let the illegals off as long as he's okay. recording. Uh, have a right now. Sorry? You already have a supervisor
8: right now? You have a supervisor? Yes. Is that Corporal Perez? Hey, SAPD? Hey, supervisor. I can't guarantee which
2: one.
8: Well, he's usually the night shift.
2: Yeah, we have multiple night shift
8: okay. supervisors. How about um night yeah, yeah. night duty manager Frank Constantino? Okay, right here. So, at least that way they're Yeah, yeah. I'm a... <laughs> it's ridiculous. I'm gonna follow the the bus. Can I get your name? It's concerned citizen. Perez knows my name.
0: Concerned citizen. Great I'm not answer. breaking
8: any laws, this is public property officer. Uh, officer, no, this is the airport. And who owns the airport? Thank you. So that makes it what?
0: <laughs> by the
8: city? Thank you. Which makes it what? By the city. Who pays the city's expenses to taxpayers? Got him. You
0: said you made right. contact with Corp. Perez before? Yeah, he's familiar with me. Got him.
7: I need
8: to get your name out. Did I break the law?
9: Oh, you said you made contact with Corp. That doesn't Perez. mean anything. Russell, so get situation. my name
8: from him from Frank Perez Frank Constantino night manager duty manager whatever they call him I was already here I come here all, all the time I'm like paparazzi you know paparazzi they go to the airport to, to record Kanye West for TMZ same thing I don't want to be harassed by you sir you're interfering with my story right now i oh, sorry no it's just you know just Don't don't trespass me, all right? I'm staying away from the boss.
0: All right, good. So he can
8: explain to you that I'm not breaking any laws. Go ahead. You want to arrest me, that's an unlawful arrest. You may have to get litigation with the lawyers involved. So we got a second shuttle bus here. All right, at least this one. At least he's dropping them off. For God's sakes, this one doesn't want to drop them off. Oh, and we got a, another shuttle bus, sixty passenger.
7: Hi, sir. What's How are on? you? Hi, uh, can I get- it. Price, the airport, please.
8: Price, what's your badge number, sir? Ninety-nine twenty-one. Thank you, sir.
7: What's going on today?
8: I'm just, uh, I'm a, a citizen journalist uh, doing my First Amendment protection of the um, freedom of press.
7: Okay, that's were you issued a criminal trespass warning for the airport?
8: I was, I don't rather not say anything right now. I don't want to answer any questions. Yeah,
7: I believe so. Yeah. I think he issued a criminal trespass
8: warning for you. Okay. I'm in a public place, so if you want to, do you want to go hands on now?
0: How are you gonna in, I'm in a, public issue place a uh, criminal trespass? Be careful trespass. what you do. Right now I'm talking to you. All
8: right, right now I'm- He's not inside. My
0: okay, that's fine. Right I'll stay with
7: you. Do you have a driver's license on you? Oh. You don't have a driver's license on you, unless you're expecting me for breaking the law. Yeah, I'm not
8: gonna give you any ID. Right now, you are detained. Okay,
7: good. Do so you have a driver's license on you?
8: Detained for what? What was the crime? Right now, we're just
7: investigating
8: what we got called. Nah, see now you're playing you're playing word games with me now. Okay. You have a driver's license on you. Hey, I'm out I'm not getting in their faces. You don't need to do that. I'm not running away. I'm being detained for reporting in the public space. There you go. We'll
0: that to you. we go. There we go. There you go. So my first question in all of this is how can you tr- criminally trespass someone? <laughs> that's okay, I'll do it for you, buddy, Here you go, see you later, all right, how can you criminally trespass somebody from a public place, you can't, it's not legal, didn't go inside the airport, hold on, he's in court still right now, I just got a, I just got a text message from him right now, he says he's still in court, So I don't think he's going to be able to come on. Maybe if he doesn't come, if he doesn't get out in time, we'll have him come on tomorrow. He's literally in court for that right now. I feel so bad for people out there just trying to do the right thing. He wasn't doing anything wrong. He was wearing a Trump hat. He was filming the illegals coming off the bus. They came and said, weren't you trespassed from here? He says, I'm not answering questions basically. What's your name? Not answering questions. Give me your ID. Don't have one. Leave me alone. Stop impeding my First Amendment right. You're interfering with my story. You're bothering me. Stop harassing me. How many times did he tell them, step away from me? You've been trespassed from here. No, if I have then I've been trespassed from the airport, not the outside of the airport, which is public property. Inside the airport's a different story. Still public property because it's paid for by the city, which is paid for by who, Eli? Us. Ah, so it belongs to who, Eli? Us. (laughs) How about that? How about that? Let's go to the rumble chat because there's a lot of people saying a lot of things. A lot of people who are mad at me right now, too. Got to love that. Let's see, what, let's see what everybody's saying. Go ahead. The process of the punishment. Such BS. Where was this, Jeremy? I believe this was in uh, Arizona, I believe. You don't have to give an idea unless you are officially being arrested or suspected of committed a crime. A legal citizen is arrested for nothing and the legals are protected. Unbelievable. The cops should be checking the illegals for IDs. Uh-huh. Exactly. The people hosting the convoy turned on him. Yes, they did. Yes, they did. Needs a real LFA-type lawyer. Well, I don't know what that means because, I mean, if we could afford one, that would be really great. I'd get him one in a heartbeat. But, yeah, we, uh, he, you know, why are they mad at you, Jeremy? Because I'm muting people out of the chat. Uh, he should sue them. I think he is. I think he's in court fighting them uh, right now as his first court court date. The bus driver should have been arrested. Should exactly should be tossed from court. A hundred percent. Why are they mad at you? They condone this. No, no, they're mad at me because I'm muting them out of the chat. Jeremy, you never make me mad. Oh, thanks. I, appreci- <laughs> I appreciate it. always love bad moon. Illegal aliens are illegal. And they're criminals. That's the crazy thing about it. They are 100% criminals, and the cops just sit right there and look at them. This is horse crap. Maybe he should be, Maybe we should be getting our police officers. What part of illegal do you not understand? Barb Mailer? I am so sick of this crap. The clues, mute, mute, mute away. Well, ladies and gentlemen, if you remember my morning show uh, on Rise Up, it was, all call, it was basically drawing a red line in the stand, sand and saying, I'm not going to tolerate. How many times, Eli, in the chat, do we let people say a thousand things and we say, okay, chill out, no more, don't tell me what to do, okay, I'm going to tell you one more time, last chance, stop causing division. Have you ever muted somebody because they had a difference of opinion of you? Nope. Not once. No. When, when do you mute people? When they're acting like children or saying
1: inappropriate things. There's a fine line between freedom of speech and acting like an a-hole. And
0: I'll say that. And so you go bye-bye. Period. It's just the way it is. And you know, it's always those people that are trying to... Those are the people that are going to try... Those are the people right there. Those people that love to cause division, those are the people right there that's going to, that's going to uh, uh, make it harder for Donald Trump to, to get back to the White House. Period. It's amazing sometimes how you got to act like a parent to, to, to 30 and 40 and 50 year olds. We're not tolerating crap anymore. We're moving forward and we're not moving back and that's just the way it is. So I want to give a big shout out. I want to give the Smarty Award of the day to Hernando Arce. I pray that he can come on before the show is over. But let's go ahead and, and cue that music. The Smarty Award of the Day. Hernando Arce for continuing to answer, or uh, continuing to film. And not answer their ridiculous questions. And we'll see how it works out in court. Again, he thought he had to come on at 11 uh, Central Time. Uh, or I mean, he's uh, 12 Central Time, not 12 Eastern Time. So he thinks he's going to come on in another hour. Um... LabTech says it's Jeremy's effing show. Well, it's all of our show. It is all of our show. It is all of our show. But one's not going to ruin it for the for the uh, for the many. Uh, so we're hopefully we'll be able to get Hernando on before the end of the show today. But this is another guy who's now fighting for his own life by trying to expose the illegal activity. Of the Biden administration and all the brown shirts and the illegal activity coming across the southern border, isn't it amazing, Eli? He's going to jail. He's in court. But the illegals that were coming off the bus right next to the cop—they're good. Yeah,
1: yeah. I'm standing there asking poor Hernando where's your ID? Why don't you turn around, a-hole, and ask all those losers streaming off the
0: bus about their IDs? Eli, if you don't come down, I get to mute you. <laughs> <a> mute. Me? <laughs> Eli you don't have a good heart, okay? You can't get you can't get over there getting mad. Let me get angry, okay? My heart's good. Okay? I don't have a sucky heart, Eli. My heart works. Thanks. <laughs> Somebody's gonna go, how dare he treat Eli like that? I used to I've been here since the backyard days, but I can't watch anymore. <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen, while we're waiting for Hernando, hopefully he can come on. And before we get into the second hour of today's show, let's go to our lovely, wonderful, amazing magnesium products from OFP Farms. Magnesium All Natural Body Balm Sleep Wellness for your arthritis. Oh, ladies and gentlemen, how about your magnesium lotion? How about your magnesium body oil? There are so many different wonderful and safe and beautifully packaged and passionately prepared items. That's hard to say. On OFP Farms, today is Valentine's Day, and a lot of you got your Valentine's Day gift box. If you did, you might have, uh, already, you might have already received it. Maybe it'll be a day or two late. I know that the, the, uh, the mail system, the post office, really stinks these days. But a lot of people did get their little Margaret the, um, Margaret the Goat Valentine's Day box. We got ours here. Everybody loves it. It's, uh, it's really cool what these guys do, and it's really great that they went out uh, on faith alone, not by sight, and created this business, and then God directed them to people like us who could get their products out there to the world. Ladies and gentlemen, shop with OFP Farms. They're a really good company. They're very great people. They're God-fearing Christians. They're here every day in the chat, and they give you a 15% discount for all your goat milk products, your deodorants, your soaps, everything, by using the promo code LFA15 at your checkout, and you will get 15% off. That's right, LFA15 at checkout, and you will get 15% off. Now, also, if you've never, ever ordered Field of Greens, you can get 15% off on your Field of Greens order as well. Now, if you sign up for a recurring order, you can reach out to Field of Greens if they don't automatically do it, and you can ask them for a monthly discount for being a recurring customer. But if it is your first time and you said, you know what, my New Year's resolution was to eat better, have better nutrition, lose weight, then Field of Greens is your choice. Now, you're gonna probably have to um, pick and choose what kind you want, and you might get a kind you don't like. That's what happened to me the first time. I got the, reg- the regular kind, the one all the way to the left, and I didn't like it at all. So I quickly went to the wild berry. I've had the strawberry lemonade. I love that too, but I like the wild berry best. A lot of people that do- that don't even want stevia as a sweetener, they go with the field of greens raw. Either way, you are getting your daily doses of fruits and vegetables that you need w- that you're not getting now, and when you introduce those to your life, it is amazing how quick your life changes. So, Ladies and gentlemen, fieldofgreens.com, fieldofgreens.com, promo code LFA today. Now we're starting our second hour. Eli, are we frozen or are we still good? It's amazing, isn't it, how much we're being attacked. Ladies and gentlemen, let me, uh, you might have to refresh uh, if this happens. Don't worry, you're not going to get booted out for good because it's not a Rumble problem. Our Rumble channel is being attacked. Let me give you an idea of why... You, uh, why I haven't been able to receive emails from you, why haven't I been able to send emails to you, why you can't get to LFATV.us, why Jeremy Harrell was down for a while. It's because our cyber attacks on everything LFATV jumped up about 300% about two months ago. So what does that tell you? We are getting attacked from all over the world, China mostly now, but we're also getting attacked from like Belgium and France and many other places as well. So what we've had to do is we've had to take sites down and we've had to remove them and you and put them on a different server with different protections. And that's cost us time and crazy money. Frozen again. I am so sick and tired of that crap. Freezing on and off. I mean, it is, I guess. It does tell you that we're, it, it does tell the people that we're hitting the, hitting the nail on the head. I guess that's a good thing. But, uh, but the, the primary reason they do it, Eli, is to keep audience not watching you. And unfortunately, in today's world of give me now, I want now, people will go, oh, it's freezing too much. I'll come back and watch it later. And then they've won. And that's what we can't do. So make, so make sure, ladies and gentlemen, you fight the freeze. Fight the freeze. You know what I'm going to do? I'm just going to go back a little bit. With, the, with, the, rum, with the, uh, the bar, the loading bar. I'm just going to go back a little bit. And I'm going to take a drink of my coffee and let it all catch up, I guess. Refresh didn't work. Frozen in the Philippines. Okay. While we're doing this, I'm going to reach out to Rumble right now. And I'm going to say, fix it. OK, I just sent an email to the team to get him to fix it. And uh, Survivor says four time I've had to come out and go back in. Small price to pay. We're going to move on. We're going to get to the second hour now. So, ladies and gentlemen, strap in and let's get ready. Uh, Joe Biden is lecturing the country right now from the bully pit, from the bully, uh, the bully pulpit, they call it, for the House of Representatives to pass This overseas, Ukraine, Taiwan, Gaza, Israel package that cost taxpayers $100 billion. Now, initially, this was tied to border package as well that gave the border about $20 billion. Unfortunately, it wasn't going towards border wall. It wasn't going towards border armed security. Unfortunately, ladies and gentlemen, it was going so that more people could be hired to document more workers. And it wasn't a standalone bill. Had it been a standalone bill, had there been a little bit more negotiation on where the $20 billion would be sent, then maybe that bill would have passed. They didn't want that bill to pass. They wanted the $100 billion of aid to foreign countries to pass and they just threw in the border one. Well, as soon as we said we're not doing it, they took the border security right out of it, and then, after a filibuster, ended up in the Senate passing this $100 billion foreign aid package that sent money to those four countries. Unfortunately in that $100 billion package deal to go to all these other countries was a a, a ticking time bomb, a fail-safe bomb that would allow the Senate and the House to remove Donald Trump in 2025 once he became the president if part of his negotiation tactic to end the Russia-Ukraine conflict in 24 hours was money. Meaning if Donald Trump said, no more money for you, then the House and the Senate would impeach him and convict him and remove him because that would have become law and Donald Trump would have been breaking the law. Thank you to J.D. Vance. So thank you. I will give this. Thank you to House Speaker Mike Johnson for not putting this Senate aid package on the House floor. So let's talk about that, and then we'll get to Biden and what he is doing about it. And what some Republicans are doing about it. House Speaker Mike Johnson on Tuesday told Punchbowl News Jake Sherman that he will not put the Senate aid bill on the House floor. The Senate's $118.28 billion national security supplemental package allocated $60 billion in military aid to Ukraine. Only $20.23 billion was allocated to secure the southern border wall. Well, they took that out, so they came in and passed a just under $100 billion package deal that still would have sent all this money. But here it is, folks. It's not only about the money that they want sent over there. It's about the fail-safe that they want to take Donald Trump out. So we've got this package in there. Mike Johnson says it's not going to the Senate floor, or it's not going to the House floor. And then Joe Biden comes out and does this last night. Go ahead and roll this.
6: Earlier this morning, the United States Senate, as you all know, voted overwhelmingly by a margin of 70 to 29 to move forward the bipartisan national security bill. Now, now it moves to the House. And I urge Speaker Johnson to bring it to the floor immediately, immediately. There's no question that the Senate bill was put on the floor in the House of Representatives, it would pass. It would pass. And the Speaker knows that. So, I call on the Speaker to let the full House speak its mind and not allow a minority of most extreme voices in the House to block this bill even from being voted on. Even from being voted on. This is a critical act for the House to move. It needs to move. The bill provides urgent funding for Ukraine so it can keep defending itself against Putin's vicious, vicious onslaught. Earlier this morning.
0: I know it was hard to hear him because he speaks so low and he's, uh, he's got mental inca- uh, incapacity to be able to speak with any kind of volume or, or testosterone in his voice. He doesn't have any left anyway. But he's sitting up there now trying to bully the House into putting this on the House floor because he goes, if you put it on the House floor, I know it'll pass. Well, the reason you know it'll pass is because it's got rhino Republicans in there that will do anything they can to not only enrich Ukraine or themselves ultimately through a money laundering scheme, but to make sure that they've got a fail safe for Donald J. Trump. Now, what is that fail safe? Well, that fail safe would be removing him if he did anything to do with pulling any money or any aid from Ukraine, which you know he's going to do. That's how he's going to stop the war. So I'm going to get to some rhino Republicans here in a minute that are going to try something sneaky. It won't work, but they're going to try something sneaky in order to go around Mike Johnson. Now, some of you were talking about this yesterday, but before we get to there, I got to go to John Fetterman. Eli, remember when we were, we were getting a better version of John Fetterman and we were calling him John Betterman? Remember that? Well, it seems like John Betterman is out and John Fetterman is back in. Listen to this folks
9: because of just one prick
4: and he decides that the rest of all of our schedules and our lives and and holding up this bill to the getting to the house for all of this aid. It's incredibly frustrating and there's no work being done. It's just bad performance art. We're only here because of
9: just one prick.
0: We're only here because of one prick. He's talking about Mike Johnson. Now, not that that John Fetterman or even John Betterman ever says anything of any substance. But you see how they're piling on. They're getting senators, Republican senators, Democrat senators. They're piling on and saying, you don't want to fix the border. You don't want to help other people. You're not helping Israel. You're not helping Ukraine. The only reason these people want to pass this bill so badly, ladies and gentlemen, is because they want to stop Trump. So anytime you got somebody out there that goes, you Republicans, you cry about the border, but then you have a problem, you have an opportunity to fix it. And you don't, you say, no, 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 no. You're too stupid to know anything. You don't even know the bill. If you read the bill, you'd know. If you read the bill, you'd know. It's got a sneaky thing in there to get rid of Donald Trump, which means they know he's coming back. Get ready. But then you got this little loser over there begging, putting on his little green shirt costume again, begging the senate please give us this money we need this money. є позитив зі Сполучених Штатів, щойно сенат проголосував за продовження підтримки нашої країни, наших воїнів. Рішення, заради якого ми дуже багато працювали, рішення якого очікували не лише ми, багато інших народів, зокрема у Європі. Світ, який чекає, що американське лідерство і надалі буде твердим і допомагатиме захищати життя і берегти свободу. Це дійсно додає впевненості і мотивації. Я дякую, лідру. Ніхто не вибачає. Я треба більше грошей. Відповідь мені більше грошей. Пожалуйста, відповідь мені грошей. Now, I know, ladies and gentlemen, that this show is freezing like crazy. I know that it's embarrassing. I know that you can't watch it. If it really doesn't stop, you're more than welcome. Just jump out. You can watch it later. There's nothing else really I can do. It's not on our end. We're getting attacked like crazy. It is what it is. You know what you can do, though? You can make sure you rumble. You can make sure you share. You can make sure you like. What's up, Eli? I was just in agreeing with you over there. I was thinking, uh, I wonder
1: if when uh, Zelensky talks, someone grabs him by the by the coin purse and squeezes, so he can sound
0: like a very strong man. <laughs> I don't know. I just got a message back from um, I just got a message back from Rumble that said that they're on it. So we'll see what that means. Now, there's a lot of rhinos that are trying to push this bill through. And you might think, well, it's because there's a lot of rhinos out there that love money laundering and they're making money off Ukraine and this, that, and the other. They're going to try to go around Mike Johnson. There's a thing called a discharge petition. And if they can get this discharge petition done, then they can sideline Mike Johnson for this one bill so that the House can vote on it. I can promise you this is not going to happen. If you read the House rules on how this would happen, it would take months. It would take months for this to happen. But I do want to play this video from Matt Gates explaining how they're trying to do it. These are sick individuals. And you want to know what the worst part about it is? One of them is somebody that I respected for a very long time. Mark Mullen, ladies and gentlemen. Mark Mullen, check this out. Speaking of fools, we
7: get a report from the Calvin Coolidge project that Republican Senator and neoconservative Mark Wayne Mullen is meeting with folks to consider a discharge petition. And here's the report, Senator Mark Wayne Mullen has spoken to House lawmakers about a discharge petition. A discharge petition would bring the $95 billion overseas aid bill to a vote in the House of Representatives if Speaker Mike Johnson doesn't introduce it. So here is is the real time fisticuffs of this. You've got Mike Johnson taking the right position that we're not going to consider this crazy bill on the terms that the Senate has sent it over. And then you have Mark Wayne Mullen trying to encourage Republicans to go sign a discharge petition with Democrats to force this America last bill forward. And Mark Wayne Mullen didn't even have the guts to vote for it. That's what's crazy about this. Mullen votes against the bill because he's afraid that his constituents in Oklahoma will know how he actually feels about these questions. And then he goes and tries to get some Republicans in the House to do an end run around Mike Johnson. I will fight against that. I will stand with Speaker Johnson to stop this terrible unpaid for $95 billion aid bill. And I'm glad the speaker is staying strong on that. Thanks so much for watching this video. Make sure you're subscribed to our channel with
0: notifications. Yes, yeah, so make sure that you are subscribed to Matt Gates. He's one of the only people in the, in, the, uh, in the government that actually gets on here and actually says it how it is. He's one of the only people that actually tells you the truth. You know what I mean? um, slow chat helps a little on freezing issues. Yeah. You know, I guess this is just going to be one of those days, folks. It's going to be one of those days. That's okay. We always come back the next day and we come back with a vengeance. Um, at this point, after years and years and years and years of being attacked, I pretty much just said, yeah, it's one of those days. Again, we write it off to one of those days and we move on. But Mark Wayne Mullen, this guy, um, he's a senator. He's the senator that actually uh, was gonna fight that Boston uh, guy, and Bernie Sanders was like, "No, no, you're a senator, you can't fight." I, I gained so much respect for him that day, and really before that, he's never been a rhino—not not to the point in which we're calling like Mitt Romney a rhino or whatever else. You know what I mean? Um, but then he votes against the bill in the Senate. But to, get this, Eli—he votes against the bill in his own Senate. It passes. And now he's preaching and scolding the house to pass it. It doesn't, what does that tell you? Does that tell you that he got paid maybe? That he got threatened maybe? You didn't even vote for it yourself. You were too much of a coward to vote for it yourself. You know who's another coward? Rhino Senator John Cornyn. John Cornyn is another major rhino coward who got destroyed on social media last night after he smeared Texas Attorney General Ken Paxton for daring to criticize his vote for the America Last Ukraine aid bill. Think about that. Ken Paxton, the greatest attorney general in the United States of America, criticizes the aid package to Israel and Ukraine. Then this dimwit jumps on and starts coming down on Attorney General Ken Paxton, telling him how much of a scumbag he is, and the Internet lit this guy up, ladies and gentlemen. Lit him up. Following the vote, Texas Attorney General Ken Paxton blasted Cornyn on Twitter for his inexcusable vote to send valuable American taxpayer dollars to foreign sinkholes. He says, this is the question all Texans should be asking. And unbelievable, and then he tagged John Cornyn, that at John Cornyn, would stay up all night to defend other countries' borders, but not America. After noticing Ken Paxton's criticism of his um, knuckle-dragging in the Senate, Cornyn unleashed a series of smears. He accused Paxton of pushing Russian propaganda. Does anybody in the chat—we'll bring up the chat— Does anybody in the chat believe out of everybody in the world who peddles any kind of propaganda that Attorney General Ken Paxton is spreading Russian propaganda? Does anybody believe that? I want to do a real poll here. Let's see. Everyone in Texas hates Cornyn. There you go. There you go. Bollum's donkey is smarter than this guy. Get a rope on hands and feet, attached to four horses, and then scare horses. Ouch. We refused a room to Cornyn five years ago. He was very nasty to my wife, said Arthur Netler. And thank you for the donation. Wow. Cornyn needs to go. He has two more years. Texas here, and nobody likes Cornhole. Paxton is a good man. The House in Oklahoma just voted no on ranked-choice voting. Well, we got to love that one. Cornhole Cornyn. Look at the real-life poll, folks. Everybody stands with Paxton. John Cornyn is just a mad old loser who can't take it. This is what he says. Hey, Ken, (laughs) this is what he says. Can we pull this up on the... uh, On the screen there? Got that? Uh, This might be the best one. All right, here we go. This is him on Twitter. He says, hey, Ken, your criminal defense lawyers are calling to suggest you spend less time pushing Russian propaganda and more time defending longstanding felony charges against you in Houston, as well as ongoing federal grand jury proceedings in San Antonio, that will probably result in, uh, let's see, let's click that even further. That will probably result in further criminal charges. I have something even better to show you. Here's your cornhole cornin, ladies and gentlemen, rhino scumbag, who's literally saying that kind of stuff to America's favorite attorney general.
9: None of us know anything about right now. That uh, Joe Biden will be the next president. Strong words from U.S. Senator John Corden out of Texas. The Republican says former President Donald Trump can't win the 2024 general election for president. He also says the GOP needs to find a candidate who actually can. This was all in a call with Texas reporters, Cornyn saying, I think President Trump's time has passed him by. And he adds, I don't think President Trump understands that when you run in a general election, you've got to appeal to voters beyond your base. Mr. President, I rise today to mark an important milestone for our friend, Senator Mitch McConnell. Senator McConnell's done it the old-fashioned way. He earned it. He earned this role as our leader and the respect, certainly that goes along with it. But more than that, he's a rare example of what a senator ought to be. So thank you, Senator McConnell, for your example. Thank you for your mentorship and for your friendship.
5: Just a few weeks into our partnership as leader and whip, John presented me with a birthday gift. He'd framed and autographed a picture of ourselves. Queer. Just an ordinary not particularly glamorous shot of the two of us.
9: Super gay. And I've passed more legislation, more bipartisan legislation than any other member of the Senate. Uh, that's not a mistake. It's because I reach out to people like Kirsten Sinema from Arizona, uh, even Mark Warner from uh, Virginia. And
5: then there was his handwritten message. Happy birthday, Mitch. I've got your back. And how fortunate I've been to be reminded every single day since that John Cornyn meant exactly what he said. I want to bring this up as well.
7: Liz Cheney, you'd be hard to find somebody more conservative in Congress than Liz Cheney.
9: (laughs) Perpetuating the big lie is an attack on the core of our constitutional republic. Is she right? Well, I believe Joe Biden won the election, and uh, President Trump had about 60 different lawsuits uh, that were unsuccessful in changing the outcome. Uh, But uh, there's no question in my mind about the outcome of uh, the last election.
5: Thank you for making all of us look better than any of us deserve. Thank you for always having all of our backs.
9: And we should not dictate from Washington, D.C., what sort of weapons they can get access to. We should let them make the decision and provide them everything they need in order to defend themselves and their country and defeat Vladimir Putin. Prosecutors across the country are refusing to enforce laws that we already have. So
2: if you're the United States Senator, if you're John Cornyn from Texas, supposedly free state of Texas, you'd probably want to do something about that. But no, John Cornyn has decided to take guns from lawful gun owners. And if there's one reason you vote Republican, it's to prevent that. So it's not surprising that John Cornyn is very unpopular with Republican voters. Watch his reception today at the Texas Republican Convention. Listen for the booze. <laughs>
3: As ABC 13's Erica Simon explains, the boos, all because of Cornyn's role leading bipartisan talks on gun reform.
7: Do you think the January 6th attack on the Capitol would have happened uh, without the influence
9: of Donald Trump claiming election fraud? Uh, there's been appropriate uh, investigations by the FBI and the Department of Justice, a number of convictions, and I think that's the way that uh, we deter this in the, in the future.
0: Folks, unfortunately, there is so much of that going on in DC. There is so much hate for you. There's so much hate for Donald Trump. They will do anything in their power to stay in power and stay having gay, elderly, old man sex in DC away from their wives so that they can, I don't know, pledge their allegiance to Satan or something. I don't know. This is what we need to do, though. That needs to happen more and more. Here's what needs to happen. How many of you would would make it unpleasant for John Cornyn if you saw him out in public? Because I think that's where we're at. Maxine Waters might have been right. We might need to stoop to that level to make it very uncomfortable for these people in a public setting. Now, I'm not saying you hit them. I'm not saying you attack them. I'm not saying you assault them. I'm saying you harass them. I'm saying you harass them. You get in their face and you say, how does it feel to sell out the country, the the United States of America? How does it feel to know that this person, and this, have have a picture of all the kids that died from fentanyl. Have a picture of the rape caverns and the rape caves that Ben Berkwam found. Have a picture of the people that are beheaded and burned and raped. How does it feel to know that you did this? How does it feel to know that while you stayed in power having gay sex in D.C. with Glitch McConnell, how does it feel to know you sold out America? That kind of harassing. That's the kind of stuff that needs to happen. Maxine Waters is probably the dumbest person on earth, but boy, was she right there. And the fact that John Cornyn said your criminal defense lawyers are calling to suggest you spend less time pushing Russian propaganda He had to get criminal defense attorneys because of people like you and the Bush family in Texas. You want this guy out because you don't want a MAGA guy in. You don't want any chance for your little house of cards to come down, even though you're like 9,000 years old. We're coming for you. And I know there's a lot of people that go, yeah, Jeremy, right, we're not coming for anything. Good. You're the people we don't want on our on our train. You can stay off, and you can be on your own. Do what you got to do. Do what you're told to. That's exactly right, because you'll be a slave before too long if you've got that mentality. Now, the Supreme Court of the United States has responded to Donald J. Trump's request to pause immunity in the Jack Smith January 6th case, that he's being persecuted for in Washington, D.C. The U.S. Supreme Court responded to President Trump's emergency application, requesting that the high court pause the immunity ruling. Chief Justice John Roberts responded to Trump's emergency request and told Special Counsel Jack Smith that he has exactly seven days to respond. The Supreme Court gave Jack Smith until Tuesday... February 20th, to file a response to Trump's request to pause the appellate court's ruling on immunity. Now, some people have asked, well, if John Roberts is doing that, he's working with Jack Smith. That's not true. This is what they have to do. They have to give the other side in a real court of law the opportunity to file a response to a motion or an emergency request. So he's going by the book here. So Jack Smith has until the 20th of February to respond on why the US Supreme Court should not get involved in this emergency request to pause the lower court ruling that was made by a DC appellate court after Judge Tanya Chutkin made her ruling. So I guess we'll see where this goes. Donald Trump is going to stand firm. We're standing firm. I plead I beg that you guys stay firm as stand firm as well. We know that Judge Eileen Cannon in Florida is doing a great job following the law, following the Constitution, and we know that Jack Smith's days in the sun in Florida in the Mar-a-Lago case are pretty much done. We're going to get to that Mar-a-Lago case in a minute. We know that the case against Donald Trump, the Rico case in Georgia, is, at, uh, jeopardy, is in jeopardy of being completely broke down right now because Fannie Willis might be removed from the case, more than likely will be and then maybe criminally charged, and then disbarred. We know that the case in New York, where Letitia James fraudul- fraudulently put a price tag like she's a realtor of only $18 million on Mar-a-Lago. Eli, do you know how much Mar-a-Lago sold for in, 19- in the early 1980s? Uh, I, you told me once, but I forgot. Five or six million? Twenty million. That's what it was listed for in the early 1980s, 20 million. It's 2004. It is in West Palm Beach, Florida. It's got basically oceanfront views. And Letitia James, in order to convict Trump of something, put a price tag of only 18 million on that, which is 2 million less than it was listed for in the early 1980s. And we are in 2024. Does that make sense to you? No. That is how they were able to push forward with Judge Engeron in that. And that's going to get overturned. So, ladies and gentlemen, the only recourse that this man has left is if the Supreme Court of the United States of America sides with Judge Tanya Chutkin and the D.C. Court of Appeals and Jack Smith. And judging by the way the Colorado stuff is going, I don't think that's going to happen. And now, ladies and gentlemen, four minutes and 21 seconds of this deep state story that Jesse Waters ran last night. Most of this you already know because you're not an ignorant, um, uh, uninformed audience. You guys know more than 90% of the audience out there, 90% of the people out there because you are in tune to politics every day. I mean, nobody knows more about politics and the political uh, sphere that we are in right now than this audience. So you're going to hear a lot of stuff that you already knew, but you're going to hear some other stuff that you didn't know. Now, do you know why the FBI raided Mar-a-Lago and searched through Melania's closet? It wasn't about classified documents. It was about declassified documents that implicated dozens of senior officials in the deep state who are guilty of treason, no questions asked. They know that if Trump gets back in with the evidence that he has that they're trying to get, it's all over. And that's why they're going all out. W-E-S-S, E S 66. Am I muted? No, you're not muted. We see your, we see your live chat. Yes, the freezing has stopped now, ladies and gentlemen, because Rumble got involved and put some extra security on it. That's what they just told me. Yes, the channel is being attacked and extra security has been put on it. See what I told you, folks? Now, ladies and gentlemen, while we're fighting through that attack and while we're getting our audience back, let's go to the story because it's getting deeper and deeper. And Donald Trump was right again. I love it.
2: I love being right. How Obama's CIA targeted Trump and started the entire Russia hoax. For years, we were told that tips from an Australian diplomat tipped off the FBI after a random conversation with Papadopoulos, a no-name 20-something. But according to new reporting by Michael Schellenberger and Matt Taibbi, the whole thing was a CIA setup. Former CIA director John Brennan identified 26 Trump associates to be targeted by the Five Eyes Intelligence Alliance, And then those interactions were the targets and were targeted by the FBI as suspicious. And that's how the FBI launched the Russia collusion hoax. The details of this entire operation have been stored in a top secret binder in a secret room in Washington. Trump ordered the whole thing declassified. And now the rumor is that the binder might be missing. Going to me now, one of the reporters who broke the story, Michael Schellenberger, Michael, explain how this all started with the CIA picking these 26 Trump people.
4: Yeah, good to be with you, Jesse. Well, obviously, this is an extremely serious story and serious allegation by multiple credible sources that Public and Racket, that's Matt Tybee's uh, publication, have spoken to. These are people that are close to the House intelligence investigation of how the Russia collusion hoax began The story, as you mentioned, was that, oh, we were just informed by foreign intelligence about this. Our sources tell us a very different story, which is that this was initiated by the U.S. government. It came from within the U.S. government's intelligence community, including the CIA, that they asked the so called Five Eyes Nations intelligence agencies that's the other English speaking nations, including Britain and Australia to spy on 26 Trump associates or at least they had a list of the 26 associates that were identified. This is new information. Some people have theorized about this and speculated about it. Uh, We feel very confident that our sources were in a position to know and are very credible in this report. It's obviously a very serious allegation because this is illegal spying and it's illegal election interference.
2: Okay, so you're reporting that the CIA got these allies to bump these 26 Trump associates, create interactions and then call these interactions suspicious and let the FBI know they were suspicious. And that starts the whole thing. What about this binder that encapsulates this whole thing? And no one knows where it is right now or Trump has it. What's that?
0: Oh, you know, he has it. You know he has it. Well, Jesse,
4: we'll have a piece tomorrow that is specifically about the binder, but uh, as a friend of uh, of the show and of yours on this, I'll say that there has been widespread speculation that this binder was the, was the reason or a reason for the FBI raid of Mar-a-Lago, and we'll be discussing that tomorrow. But obviously, if this binder contains what we have been told that it contains, which may include raw intelligence information showing that the u.s government the cia and the intelligence community of the u.s government initiated the russia collusion hoax that it did not occur in the way that the official story including the Durham investigation had portrayed it then that's extremely serious information and it may be if the fbi then went to go get it in order to continue the cover-up of this information that obviously adds an even more dramatic wrinkle to this Again, we'll have more to say about it tomorrow, but this is a huge, huge story. I mean, I can't, I've been thinking about it in the history of the United States of America. Have we ever had something like this where the intelligence community was weaponized against a political candidate and weaponized and using our foreign allies to do it? I I can't think of a more important or dramatic story.
2: Yeah, and then going to great lengths by using FBI raids to cover it up. That's just an absolute incredible development. Great reporting.
0: Well, I wish they would just watch LFA TV because I reported on that damn thing a year and a half ago. I reported on the information. Now, I didn't say the word binder, but we had reports from sources the night they raided him and definitely the day after that they were after documents that showed that high-level FBI and CIA and NSA officials were guilty of treason, toppling governments and treason right here in this country against American citizens. I reported on that the day after the raid on Mar-a-Lago. I'm, it, 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 Eli, you know what bothers me more than anything? It isn't the fact that we don't have millions of viewers. I, we don't need that, okay? That's fine. What bothers me is that this information that's coming out on this major publication, Fox News now this major news cable network, is information that people could have had a year and a half ago had they stopped watching mainstream parrot news. And I'm just, I, I just wish that the, the truth could get to the people faster. That's what I wish. Again, I don't care who you're watching. I just wish it wasn't, um, you know, a year and a half too late. I guess it is what it is. Now. I have 15 minutes left here, and I want to move on to the DOJ releasing photos from Hunter Biden's iPhone showing crack cocaine and drug paraphernalia. <laughs> oh my land! To this guy, this guy.
6: Cocaine is a hell of a drug. <laughs>
0: Yeah, why didn't he say crossfire hurricane? Exactly, because we all know that's what it is. It's it's crossfire hurricane. It's really the at the centerpiece of all of it. Anyway, five years after Haley Biden discarded the, his firearm into a trash can <laughs> behind a Delaware grocery store, the weapon underwent further examination by FBI officials, according to the New York Post. According to the court filing by Special Counsel David Weiss, FBI retrieves this uh, sealed Colt uh, Cobra thirty eight special revolver from a state police vault. They photographed the weapon and noticed white powder on the pouch that contained the firearm. The DOJ released photos from Hunter's iPhone showing his illicit drug use to prove he was addicted to drugs while he lied about it on a federal form. Resident Biden's crackhead son Hunter's iPhone had pictures and videos of apparent cocaine crimes C- cocaine and crack cocaine and drug paraphernalia. According to the DOJ, the president's son took multiple photographs of his alleged alleged drug use. You know, I never understood that about um, Hunter Biden. Like the fact that he wanted to record all of his drug use, it's either elitism, like, ah, can't touch me. Or it's just plain ridiculously stupid, ignorant, uh, a personality that you must have to have, or think you're above the law or whatever. But, I mean, we've proven this guy's a drug addict. We've proven he was addicted to drug when he lied on the farm. We've proven the fact that he threw away a gun that he should have never had. We've proven the fact that he was laundering money. We've proven the fact that he was human trafficking. We've proven the fact that he's been using his dad's name to get illegal money laundered. We've proven that because the banks even red flagged the the money coming in. But yet, here we are, February of 2024, and my question remains, where is Hunter? By the way, whatever happened to Hunter? Where the hell is he? Where's Hunter? Anyway, folks, we're going to move on because we don't we have limited time left and we lost about 20 minutes of the show with the freeze. And I do thank you guys all for coming back. Thank you so very much. Appreciate it. Make sure that you rumble the video if you haven't. Now, what happens in this world when you are a mainstream reporter and you are critical of Joe Biden? Eli, what happens, do you think, if you work for mainstream media and you're critical of Joe Biden? Oh, you're, you're a big meanie. He's doing a great job. You. But more and more and more and more, more. What is, what's, what is a, a more of a risk to you if you criticize the Biden regime as a mainstream media reporter? Maybe even arrested. Or fired. We got that covered. How many of you guys, put this on the screen, how many of you guys know this lady? You should know her. She works for CBS. Well. <laughs> Selling <laughs> <Silly> me, worked <laughs> for CBS. Paramount Global has announced the layoff of 800 employees. Oh, I love it when a woke company goes broke, yeah. including notable figures such as Katherine Herridge, the Emmy-winning and Emmy-nominated senior investigative correspondent known for her coverage of national security and in- intelligence matters. In a memo to employees obtained by CNN... Paramount Global CEO Bob Backish confirmed the layoffs but did not disclose the specific numbers. However, sources with knowledge of the situation reported the, uh, to far-left news outlet that the cuts represent 3% reduction in the company's global workforce. These layoffs are part of Paramount's strategy to streamline operations and bolster earnings growth. This came as a shock to the industry, especially following the network's recent high-profile success – With the Super Bowl advertising. That's the only place they're making their money. Now, General Michael Flynn said CBS just destroyed itself. CBS Heritage remains one of the finest investigative journalists of modern times. To fire her is a sign that they are about to burn down themselves. Good riddance, CBS, said General Michael Flynn. By the way, got a call from General Michael Flynn yesterday, Eli. Well... Let me, let me rephrase that. Got a call and then handed off to his handler who invited me to uh, General Flynn's next event, which is going to be bringing uh, media there to teach them how to monetize and how to grow. And I said, well, what happens if you don't need to be taught how to monetize and how to grow? Are you inviting Jeremy Harrell of LFA TV there to speak, to broadcast, to live stream? Oh, no, 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 no. You just come and learn. I said, Well, my time with the LFA family is far more valuable than coming and sitting down to listen and learn. We're in a war. Now, if you want me to come and speak, I said, I will come and speak and get people riled up. But if you're it's a private event, so we're not streaming it out, and you don't want me, you're not inviting me there to speak, you just want me to come and learn. I said, I'm gonna have to graciously and respectfully decline. Because, not because I don't want to, because you can always learn something, but I had to respectfully decline because we're in a war, and I'm not gonna fly somewhere to sit there and be part of a powwow. I want to fight for my country. So I had to respectfully decline, but I very much respect General Michael Flynn, and I very much respect his invitation, okay? Now, before we get ready to be finished here, I need to talk about this story because it's very important. We just crossed 6,000 viewers, so while I have 6,000 of you here, I'm going to talk about our last sponsor, and then I'm going to get into this last story, which you definitely, definitely need to hear because it might mean there's a Wuhan lab right in your backyard. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, goldco.com remains the highest in gold standard. It is the best company out there, meaning you're going to get your gold and your silver in a timely manner if you're getting physical gold and silver. Your switch from your IRA or 401k will be done like that. And when you go to liquidate the gold and silver, they guarantee you that they will buy it back and they will buy it back at a higher rate than any other gold company out there. What is better than making sure that your money is secure, backing it by gold, which the United States won't even do, and making sure that when you go to sell that, you have the peace of mind that you're going to get the highest value than any other gold or silver company would buy it for. That is the Gold Co. guarantee. So goldco.com slash live, goldco.com slash live. It'll help out live from America a little bit, and it'll help you guys out with peace of mind. Or call 855-559-3433 today, goldco.com. Now, yeah, no, I have nothing wrong. I have nothing uh, against General Michael Flynn. I just, my priorities are different. I don't, I don't have time to go powwow. I've got to go fight. I have to decline things if they don't bring value to this war that we're in against our own government. Now, is there a Wuhan in your own backyard? Well, ladies and gentlemen, dangerous biolabs have been identified in all 50 states. Do you think the next Wuhan could ever happen here in the United States? Think it could never happen? Well, think again. A shocking discovery was made recently in California with a Chinese-owned biolab. We discovered that. Remember that? We talked about that. And we had um, Ava here to explain all of it. But ladies and gentlemen, it's not just the illegal biolabs that constitute a threat here in America. It's the legal biolabs that we have here in America. These dangerous biolabs are everywhere, literally a USA standard study uncovered more than 200 biosafety hazards, three or four bio labs in all 50 states. These labs store and handle some of the most dangerous pathogens on the planet. Indeed, a study conducted after the COVID pandemic uncovered a shocking number of accidental releases of dangerous pathogens at United States legal BioLabs. There were 219 reported releases of biological select agents or toxins from BioLabs in the United States in 2019 alone. You didn't hear about them, though. Did you hear about them? According to the most recent annual report of the federal select agent program, a joint effort of the CDC, NIH and U.S. Department of Agriculture to manage and use and transport of some of the most dangerous biological agents and toxins, including ricin, Ebola, and anthrax. Of those releases, 195 led to occupational exposures, and 177 led to the administration of health services, including uh, prophylaxics. The federal select agent program did not respond to questions about how many of the select agents and toxins it oversees, were released in 2020, and how many times the agents were released came from BSL-2, BSL-3, BSL-4 labs. How do you protect your family against dangerous biolabs, ladies and gentlemen? Well, we've talked about it every single day here for the last three years. You can make sure that you and your family are definitely, definitely safe by having the appropriate, appropriate amount of um, antibiotics, drugs, hydroxychloroquine prescription drugs um ivermectin stuff like that here's what you need to know the bio labs are here they're in all 50 states there's three or four in every state check out where they are near you and make sure that you and your family are safe today and now to end the show i wanted to end with this you guys know that the president of argentina who just got elected a lot of them are, are a lot of people are comparing him to Donald Trump. The reason why they're comparing him to Donald Trump is because he's loved by the people. He's beloved by the people of Argentina. Not only is he loved by the people of Argentina, Eli, he flies on public transportation. He flies on public planes with the people of his state. Now he's got his armed guards with him, but he's like, I'm not above you. I will be with you. And this is the kind of leadership that our country Will have in Donald Trump. But this is the kind of, you know how they say courage is contagious, Eli? Well, so is common decency. That's contagious too. And so are real people in the truth. And it's happening all over the world. Check this out. This is him boarding a plane. That, ladies and gentlemen, is how you lead. You don't manage, you lead. What would you think of that, Eli? I think he's awesome. I love those mutton chops. He's like Ed Shireen and Elvis mixed. And I love the fact that he went to the WEF and basically shut down Klaus Schwab and said, the future is not this. The future is the people, not what you guys are peddling. I absolutely loved that. Well, folks, you know what? Despite all of the attacks that we had today, we made it to the end. We ended up getting our whole audience back I want to say thank you, you guys are troopers. I want to give a big shout-out to Rumble for being able to fix that issue in the middle of the show. Could you ever call Facebook, Eli? Could you ever call or text YouTube and say, fix my stuff, and they fix it? That would never happen. So a big shout-out to them, and make sure you guys, we have it back in stock. Rise Up Coffee. Get yours today, folks. Rise Up Coffee. Get your dark Sumatra gold. Or get your regular and decaf versions of American Pecan. You will not be sorry. Go to JeremyHarrell.com today. Get yourself a nice warm flannel and a nice gourmet bag of American coffee. All right, ladies and gentlemen, that's going to do it for live from America today. Kevin Smith and Loud Majority is coming up next. It's always a fun show with Kevin. So, ladies and gentlemen, I'll say it like I always do. There, is, there are right ways and wrong ways. But there is only one Yahweh. So stand up tall. Keep your shoulders back. Keep your chest out. And keep your head up high. Because you are a child of God and no weapon formed against you will ever prosper. I appreciate you guys staying here. I appreciate your loyalty and your patience. God bless you. Make sure you rumble on your way out. Keep your families close. Keep a smile on your face. And whatever you do, keep spreading that gospel. And stay tuned to LFA TV the rest of the day for all of your breaking news. I love you guys. God bless you and peace.